0: what's going on youtube nights? welcome again to the cover price top 10 the best top 11 on the internet you know why i could say that because i don't know of any other uh top 11 lists i hope you guys are having a good time there's a lot of you uh tailgating in the live chat so you know how we got to like get things lathered up here's a little dj curse for you missions of the universe, Universe. 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 their mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, No, good everybody welcome to the lords of the long box real-time analysis of the 2020 presidential debate <laughs> just kidding <laughs> hopefully uh we'll give you something to watch while you're not watching that saying up to my host say what's up animal
1: what's going on everyone been gone for a little bit good to be back and um definitely more interested in doing this than watching that I think he's taken over Otto's uh, inmate chamber there with the barrel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so so to explain my my poor um, video and the bare walls back here, I'm moving here soon. So all this stuff's been packed up and got a new house here in the middle of October. I'm gonna be moving into. So. Well. Good luck
0: with that. It's one of the least stressful things you could ever do in your life is moving uh, right. your house and all your stuff. Uh, but you know, hopefully you'll find a bunch of stuff that you thought you lost 5 years ago. That's the It's <laughs> It's
1: usually I also suggest it's something you do right around the time you're also planning a wedding. It's super fun. So Oh,
0: lord have mercy. And speaking of uh hooked married, my man nemesis prime
2: What's going on, everybody? Shout out to uh, everyone checking us out tonight. Like uh, Tim said, you're joining us for the presidential debate instead of, uh, you know, what your regularly scheduled programming. So, well, let's do some talking comics tonight. I love
0: it. Shout out to my men, Spine Ticks. Uh, go press them. I'll go sub them up. Uh, shout out to the boys from Pressable Defects. Uh, we were all tailgating in there earlier. Uh, my boy, Spine Ticks, got a live show. Maybe I'll pop up in there one day. I, they got me this shirt. If you want me to rock your shirt, just send it to me. I'm a whore that way. I'll pretty much wear anything that you give me. Uh, the show is sponsored by our <laughs> friends over at uh, coverprice.com. Go to coverprice.com. You can sign up for a two week free, free trial. Or you can sign up for a year and get all kinds of good sales analysis. You could also put all your basically, it's like CLZ and uh, a price guide in one. Man, go peep it out. Our friends uh, give us this list every week that we give to you. The shows also sponsored by our friends over at Rocket Comics. Hit them up, tell them the Lord sent you. Get twenty percent off your first pressing order. Also, a show is sponsored by our friends over at KarisComics.com. Go to KarisComics.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any of those gorgeous Karis Comics exclusives. I, in the process, I mailed out the winners, uh, one package for the grand prize winner today, and then tomorrow I'm going to send out the rest of them. And there's a bunch of Chaos Comics goodies in there, and there's also an extra that I got from our friends from Metropolis Comics, Dunes Comics. You guys going to get each one? It's a exclusive from Saudi Arabia Comic Con. I'm just throwing that in there for you as a cool little thing to say thank you all. The show is also sponsored by our friends at the Geeky Swag Shop. Go over to geekyswagshop.com, use discount code ABELOTLB, get the shirts. And neck gaiters that you'll probably have to wear for the rest of your natural born lives Because it's just the way things are man Uh shout out to everybody watching i'm uh, I know their baseball series are on the nba finals is coming And so, you know, what we like to do on the show every tuesday We just like to go over a list of the top 11 selling comic books for the week compiled by about four different websites including heritage ebay comic connect comic link and my comic shop so, uh We are the uh, few top 10s that actually do real sales data. Shout out to everybody that's also in the live chat. My man Lenny Cerna was in there tailgate earlier, man. Sith Lordly holding down. Comic Man Andy from the Comic Corps. What's going on, my friend? Red Lodge Crow. Swing with me. Living Room Con. um, And the list goes on. Roberto Reyes. Johnny Dakota. Victoria Pagak, one of our winners from the 5,000 Subs Contest. Johnny Dakota. And the list goes on. Azores Tiger, one of the boys from Spine Ticks, Six Face Comics. Shout out to him. Tyler Barnes, Travis Comics, AG Surfer in the house. Uh, so let's get right to it, man. There's a, been a lot of news that's been dropping recently, and we won't cover that. You know, we should start doing a weekly show where we do uh, what the guys from Impressible Defects, what we used to do, go over the weekly uh, news. I will tell you this, um, there is some stuff that hopefully we're getting this week, if not maybe this weekend, but we got a long term spec list for the Flash film. That's right. They're finally moving ahead with that thing for, I what, four directors now? Two directors? Uh, I can, have no yeah.
2: idea. Re- scripts rewritten twice, I think yeah, three times so at the, the most.
0: It looks like they're finally moving forward with it. So we may get Maybe some past stuff. that scandal. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, 2020 is anything you do will be brushed away because of all the other just on just all the craziness that happens on top of it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, at this time, a good time for me to release my scandal. You know, it probably go underneath the rug. So uh, shout out to our friends over at Comics Tools and Toys. Also hit up the big to do on Instagram. He's got another mystery box with some really cool goodies in there. So let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price top 10 as I've worked you guys up there, (laughs) build it up uh let me get right to it as always there's always a book that doesn't quite make the top 10 but it squeezes in there right at 11 and that book today is running right up Is amazing spider-man number four shout out to dark side jedi oh i wonder if he still has that but anyway obviously like miles morales silk sales continue to remain strong her first full appearance in this year she sold 21 copies at a seven-day trend of 106 percent at a high sale Of $349.99 for a CDC 9.8. There is also a um, variant that uh, was a 9.8 for sale that some scumbag on eBay did not pay for. So uh, uh, we should get his name and put him on blast. So anyway, (laughs) anyway, our our man Darkside Jedi had a a 9.8 for sale on there and the dude just straight up didn't pay for it. What kind of shit is that, man? What has the world gotten into? What happened to the eBay... Moralities, right? Now, Justin, you got a story about that, don't you? About somebody who says use your 30 day return policy and not pay for a comic book. Uh, Ah, uh, We'll talk about that some other time. (laughs) But all right. So, number 11 Are the runner up for the list is The Amazing Spider Man, number four, the first appearance of Silk. What do we got for number 10, boys?
2: Ooh, number 10, how about Amazing Spider-Man, the Yay. annual number 16. So uh, after the official WandaVision trailer hit a couple weeks ago after the Emmys, at the one minute, seven second mark, you got a uh, new actress. You got actress of uh, Teyana Paris, you know, seen blowing through the air and then laying on the ground. She's going to be playing Monica Rambeau, who takes, right. uh, takes on the Captain Marvel persona. And if you guys remember, she was in as a child in the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, While it's still unknown if she will take on the superhero role in this series, her first appearance is in this issue, and fanboys have been picking it up and listing it online. But it did sell about 23 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 118% and a high sale of $409 and a 9.8. It's probably one of those annuals that's actually worth some money for Marvel. You know, because oh, yeah. not too many of them are, especially in the 80s and 90s. There are really no annuals that have first appearances that people care about. Yeah. God, dude, so the
1: annuals were are such a slog to get through. <laughs> <laughs> just, I hate reading annuals so much because sometimes the annuals
0: are like four stories that give you a Silver yeah. Age story. And let's just right.
1: highlight this guy and what he had for lunch this day. It, it has mother, nothing but... to do with like, the story arc that's going on in the current nope. either. It's just garbage. But yeah, think.
0: but back in the day, though, <laughs> annuals actually told a story if you think about it, there's a lot of ff what ff annual six right first yep. appearance of Annihilus. there's the <laughs> yeah. also the first appearance of supposedly or cameo of
1: uh gambit, gambit yeah. and rogue annual, in the so. avengers
2: one yeah, yeah you used to
1: have the annuals that were like crossover so like the x-men annuals would all cross over a little bit but those Anani's were okay.
0: tax annuals right i think yeah. that was an annual too but i you know as you're reading this i'm thinking uh, she's definitely coming, she's definitely got powers. Why would they tease her as a little girl? Then, and you know, and her current iteration, I believe her name is Photon. I mean, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. was back in her days when she had a jerry when she was part of the Avengers. I doubt you know, there's already a Captain Marvel, but Photon, I'm mean, a poor girl, she's had like four different names. Well, Roni- Monica Rambo, they've been teasing her for a long time now. I guess it just mm-hmm. takes a something to see a bit of her in the trailer to see where she's coming from. So, the, number 10 on the list. Amazing Spider-Man number sixteen, amazing Spider-Man annual number sixteen, the first appearance of Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel, Fulton, and let me go all, all over different names. Yeah, Fulton, <laughs> Pulsar, Daystar, Spectre, Lady of Light, Monica Marvel, a Sun Goddess, and Spectrum is her current iteration, I believe. Yeah, right. Spectrum yeah. yeah. he's in
2: the current. ultimates. Bring on the Ultimates. Yeah.
1: yeah. Spectrum. There you go. All right. What is number nine? So number nine is a lot in common with our number 10. You know, it's another kind of uh movie spec here and also an amazing spider-man book we've got amazing spider-man number 361 this one's popped on the radar quite a few times obviously we all know carnage here first cover appearance first full appearance and um yeah everyone's waiting for that let there be carnage trailer for the new venom movie coming out um we're starting to get kind of tying on with what tim said we're starting to get a little bit more information on movies and stuff trickling out now so who knows we might see this soon um sold 25 copies this week had a seven-day trend of 107% and had a high sale of $625 for a 9.8.
0: Just when you thought everybody had a copy, people are still buying, <laughs> you know, like this, like back in the day, everybody was getting this, and it was it was 359, 360, or 360. Or was it 360, 61, and 62? I know there's a, there's like a trilogy in this. One, two, era. and three.
2: three, sixty-one. Yeah. Two and three are the, the three issues for the yeah. Carnage Run. Or yeah, it's warriors. one of those
0: things where everybody should have because you know it's like the you got to have cable, you got to have Carnage, you got to have Venom, but you know, we shall see where it goes. I mean, you got to think, you know, in anticipation, it's got to be dropping sooner or later. I mean, hell, they, I mean, you know, I was just thinking about the other day, I was like, man, we haven't seen another Morbius trailer in forever, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Saw, one trailer, and then that was it. It was I mean, uh, have they finished filming? I mean, in L.A., when, when I, when I watch the 11 o'clock news, because I watch it religiously now, because I want to see what's going on. The most recent stuff is, like, Hollywood is slowly reopening, and, you know, because there's a lot of union stuff involved in all the Hollywood. If you think about, everybody thinks about Hollywood as just the actors, but you got to think about it employs a huge, huge industry of people, like, from catering to right. the guys, the lights, the, you know, the gaffers, the mic, the sound people, so... They're slowly reopening. And uh, if you live in L.A. or Southern California, you can drive through L.A. on any given weekend and you'll see productions everywhere all over the streets. It's kind of, you know, it it comes to a, to a point where you're used to seeing it and it's odd not seeing it on uh, just driving around the streets of L.A. So number nine list, Amazing Spider-Man, number 361, the first appearance of your
2: boy Carnage. What do we got for number eight? Number eight is another book that just won't leave this list. And, I mean, there's not much to talk about. Arana, the heart of the spider, number one. I mean, we've been talking about this for three weeks in a row. Uh, The speculation that the Spider-Women or Spider-Woman movie that Olivia Wilde's coming out from Sony. uh, But you never know. Uh, But the sheer mention of it is enough to drive up sales and prices for this key issue, including the first issue of her ongoing or mini series. It was short-lived solo series. Sold 14 copies last week. Had a seven-day uptrend of 199%. With the high sale of eighteen dollars and ninety nine cents for a raw copy, beautiful cover by Mark Brooks, but I don't know if we're going to really see this character in live action, right, Tim? I will drop the link because I try to
0: find out the genesis of where these come from, and typically they came from somewhere. They don't just pop up from nowhere. Like remember, we were seeing a weird, the weird that uh, we were seeing the real uh, Hulk second printing. It was because some guy on YouTube was speculating on it um and he was just a comic collector so he didn't even have any real news that it was coming out people just thought it was cool well this is where that rumor came out of arana arana Arana. it was from fandom wire who's not really known to be uh movie scoopers but apparently they said this is an exclusive that they heard but we either way we know that uh olivia wilde is working on a Spider-Woman project. So, um I guess everybody snatched up, you know, Jessica Jones and Spider-Woman or what if number 15, first appearance of Spider-Girl. Why not get this one? So, you're all covered, but any um, female spider adjacent book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cuz that's all it said, it's, it's a female lead, spi- you know, spider character. So, uh Arana, Aranya. Damn it, I keep on you're saying right, yeah. Aranya because of the t- uh, the little thing. You roll the R and then you say Anya. So, it's Aranya. There you go. Thank you, you Dr. <laughs> the R. There's only one R. You always, it's Spanish, so you always roll the R.
1: Yeah, I know it's Spanish. I I speak Spanish. It's two R's. Arana. Arana. Arana.
0: Arana. 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 Arriba. Pendejo. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, number nine, eight on the list is Arana. Arana. The heart of the spider, which, you know what? 2005 man this is really early mark brooks if you think about it
2: right oh yeah it's it's a completely different side of mark brooks i mean yeah it's crazy i was looking at this and i even this almost looks the, like uh,
0: uh, mcginnis or like how they do almost graffiti style
2: yeah but even he remember he did the the dark avengers oh no he did dark Reign, young avengers and it's just like completely different than his style now it's like night and day
0: yeah, he has like uh, like uh, we always talk about artists who like changed like um my, one of my favorite artists in the 90s is uh Stephen Platt. Mm-hmm. Dude, from his Moonlight run to what he just I saw him do something like 3 years ago totally different. Obviously the 90s is much kind of a different style, but he totally changed. I mean, I kind of like was kind of disappointed. I was expecting like 90s Platt. I didn't like 2000 and, you know, 15 <laughs> Platt, but you know, I guess you got to you got to evolve as an artist, and some <coughs> Rob Life <coughs> don't. Um, so there you go. So, number eight, Arana, The Heart of the Spider, number one from 2005. What do we got for number seven, man?
1: So, number seven's pretty cool. This is, um, we're actually going to pronounce a first, this. A first appearance here as well from Vault Comics. We got Autumnal number one. Um, Autumnal. Autumnal. Okay. Autumnal. So, <laughs> this is a new Vault Comics horror series by a best selling author, Daniel Krauss. Um, it's under their uh, vaults, nightfall horror imprint. So this book, honestly, you know, a lot of people, the reason it spiked in prices because it was really hard to find. You know, it's, it's a little independent publisher and people couldn't find it. Probably big fans of Daniel Cross's writing. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Sales. So, um, it was already increasing. It sold 10 copies, had a seven day trend of 299% and had a high sale of $25 for a raw copy. Vault Comics is actually like employs quite a bit of science fiction and fantasy writers for their comics as well. Like Brandon Sanderson is a very popular fantasy sci fi writer who writes for them and, um, kind of like a new and upcoming little um publisher. This has to be because people who follow Daniel Krause, if you don't oh, know yeah. Daniel Krause,
0: he is the author who did The Shape of Water, which won an Academy Award right. for Best Picture. Also, he did Troll Hunters. So, I think, uh, I'm assuming that means the Troll Hunters, the sci-fi film from Europe, right? Not the, obviously the the animated.
1: Guillermo del Toro, the the animated. It is the animated. Oh, it is the animated one. Okay. I actually dig both of them. You know, that's one of the few things i watch. watched, but The Shape of
0: Water was one of my favorite films that came out the year. Really kind of odd, strange, and beautiful at the same time, a woman having sex with a crazy water creature and stuff, but I I was hooked on it, man, but it's cool to see, uh, a vault book on here. That's kind of crazy, yeah. right? You think uh that, Oh, yeah. first parents, baby, there you go. So autumnal number one is at number seven on list just came out too. So what do we got for number six?
2: Uh We got another indie book, Stillwater number one from image comics. Uh, This landed on the list here at number six. It's a horror book from Chip Zdarsky, which has some anticipation. The premise is simple. It's a town where nobody dies. Ooh. that's freaking awesome uh those who uh <laughs> I, that. Trouble,
0: I get starting getting crowded after a <laughs> while you would think
2: well i mean if they don't have sex and have kids and you know the whole life and death life goes on type of thing that's uh but those team. who had trouble finding this in the store turned to online sales which uh the online sales have increased this market because nobody really thought this book was going to be something but did sell 16 copies last week had a seven day uptrend of 197 percent and did have a high raw sale of 13 dollars online that's uh, crazy though. a city where no one dies how do you get rid
1: of your hookers when you're done with them (laughs) pass them (laughs) on to your friends just lock them in the basement like everybody
0: else dog come on man um what's interesting is i mean if you were to talk go to your lcs tomorrow ask them how many copies they ordered they probably tell you eight or you know what i mean because a lot of times people don't understand the job of a comic book shop owner is to look at the pre-orders that come in and and if nobody Mm -hmm. asks about them and you know, what are they going to order? And they're not going to order double the amount of what people are asking. For typically, if eight people ask them, they're going to order eight of them or nine or ten of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, that obviously yeah. chips those artists. So, I mean, if you think about all the new books that come out, you know, last week we had a book I never heard of, but these these two Daniel Krauss, well-known New York Times best-selling author. And Chip Zdarsky obviously he has written for, I know, you know, at least Marvel. He wrote for DC too, I think. But His he's a pretty
1: run right now is awesome.
0: Yeah. So he's a well-known. So when these guys do, do their own kind of independent uh, books, you know, they kind of get done. Uh, who is the publisher of this anyway? I'm trying to look. Oh, it is
1: an image book. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where is it? Where is it? All the way down at the bottom there. So yeah, my six- problem with my LCS too, man. Like he, they won't order independence. Like I literally have to two months in advance, kind of look at solicitations coming up. And if it's going to be something like, for example, example, Stillwater one, I got to be like, Hey, two or three months in advance, will you please order this or else he won't like he just, yeah, he'll order. be like,
0: I got that one book you ordered. I just ordered you one.
1: <laughs> right. it becomes damaged. I'm damaged. I'm effed.
0: Hey man. But Hey, if this gets picked up by Hollywood, boom, it's going to go through the roof because of the relatively low print run. But you know, we, I'm just, we'd like to support Marvel DC and, you know, good books when they come out, you know, not everything has to be the first appearance of Corona, but this is actually, if I look at about this is uh this is a Kirkman book. There's a yeah, skybound the, uh, sky there. logo on the bottom, so uh, I think oh, yeah. with, uh, so with uh, Kirkman behind it, this may have some legs on it, so we'll look out for Stillwater, boys and girls, because, you know, Robert Kirkman has got the golden buzzer. Mm-hmm. We're halfway there, boys and girls. What do we have for number five?
1: Number five, we got another amazing Spider-Man. We got hell? issue 365, so everyone knows this is going to be the first appearance of Spider-Man 2099, and it's picked up a little bit in the past couple of weeks, so it sold 32 copies, had a seven-day trend of 113%. <laughs> and had a high sale of $213 for CGC 9.8. So, all, classic 90s right here.
0: Let um, me address yeah. Let me address the people who left comments since uh, last week I kind of mocked the person that paid $1200 for the 98 because my thing was in 92, the direct stands weren't nearly uh, as rare, uh, excuse me, the new stands weren't nearly as rare and they argued that it was. And I, my argument was, well, this was a major milestone issue. This was the 30th anniversary. So because I like to just rub it into people's faces, I go out and I ask for actual numbers. So I reached out to Comicron who gave me the sales data on it. So here we go. I asked him, Hey, what is the actual sales data for ASM 365 in regards from newsstand to direct stand? His response was there were 894 copies of direct direct market copies of ASM 365. According to Marvel's internal records, Comicron has on hand while the newsstand newsstand count for that issue isn't available. The breakdown on issue 350, which was another special issue, was around 71% direct market to 24% newsstand and 5% others. So if there was close to, I'm going to just say 900,000, uh-huh. 24% of that is a fucking pretty high print run for a newsstand, if you think about it. So that's why I was saying, not all newsstand are that rare, you know, because if you think all newsstands are also the same, no, they also made more newsstand when there were special issues. So let's say ASM, I don't know, 369, 372, probably only had 10% newsstand. But when they have a special issue, and this was a special issue, I mean, most collectors going to CGC forums, people talk about it. They had 20, 30 copies of this. This had, if you think about 900,000 copies sold or a million, let's just round up to a million copies and there was 24% newsstand. That means there was 240 newsstand ASM 365. So I'm um, just saying, be careful when you go out there and don't, you know, when people just say it's it's rare, it's that. I mean, the guy paid twelve hundred dollars, he may have the money. I'm saying it's not worth twelve hundred. It may be to him, but I don't I think the market that was a market spike. It's not gonna be the norm. So there you go. Um, we shall see. Cause really, what is this issue you have going to? It's the first Spider-Man 2099, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't the first parents of uh, Brock's parents too, or somebody else? I'm trying to think. Somebody, no, uh, no, that's no. it. Yep, that's exactly. all it really is. So you know, it's a cool book to have. There's a lot of uh, all five, all four or five of the Spider-Man titles in that month came out with a special hologram cover. So uh, it is a tough nut to crack in a nine eight uh, for a newsstand, but I don't know if it's twelve hundred dollars worth. Um, so we'll see we'll see as time goes by as more people start because when i see this that tells me more people are buying these and more people are going to get them graded you know what i mean so we'll see because i when i looked in like uh, just regular census, there's like 900 to a thousand uh, 9.8s in an uh, amazing spider-man 60, 65. and i'd have to ask somebody from cdc if they could tell me what the breakdown for newsstand uh registry census is but just be careful. You know, we like to warn you guys sometimes, you know, if you see somebody, sp- I don't want to see somebody spending twelve dollars or hard-earned money just to get a newsstand. If you think it's super rare and, and it's not even un- it's over a hundred thousand print run, which nowadays a hundred thousand is a is would make a top ten list. But
2: hmm. number
0: five on the list, Amazing Spider-Man, number three sixty-five. What do we got for number four? Look at that. Auto Justin gets them both.
2: I know. We got another spider book. So uh, Amazing Fantasy, number one, the 2004 series Aranya's first appearance in this issue, which continues to sell. Oh, hold on, man. Can-
0: Let me uh, give a shout out to Living Room Con for the $5 super chat. Thank oh, you, yeah. buddy. I really appreciate it. Uh, we uh, haven't got a super chat in so long. I appreciate it. I had
2: I, I, I disabled him for a while, but I appreciate you, brother. Go ahead, Justin. So, yeah, uh, Aranya's first appearance sold 39 copies last week, had a seven day uptrend of 135 percent with a new high sale in a CGC 9.8 of four hundred and fifty nine dollars. But as we mentioned, in the number eight spot with Aranya's Heart of the Spider, it's doubtful that we'll see her in the film in a um, Spider Woman film. But we'll just have to wait and see. I will tell you that if you follow me on my eBay page, same name, I have a big lot of amazing fantasy up for sale. Good saying. There's a lot
0: of first appearances in that amazing fantasy run. So you never know. By King of Golden State is going to buy up your stuff right now and lowball you or something. But <laughs> let's just put our critical hats on for thinking and think about all the prominent spider women adjacent characters that there could be. And Arana Arana would not be uh on the top four. There's top I'm five. telling you that what if I don't, I don't know why that what if issue, the first appearance of Spider Girl is not on here, like uh. You now remember that book was hot for a minute. Yeah. It's on Mayday Parker, right?
1: Mayday Parker, yeah. Correct.
0: Why I mean, why annual, why her, why Jessica Jones, and nobody's tripping on Mayday Parker, you know, because that's yeah. a pretty rare book, too. Because the what ifs did not have a huge print run. But we shall see if it's on here next week. But it's been holding strong for a while now. So, but yeah. like I said, here I'll let you guys make your own determination. We found the source of the actual rumor. And it's from Find'em Wire. So not very well known for their scoops. So we'll see. Even They even say take it with a grain of salt. But you never know. If you find it, buy it up. Or go over to Justin's eBay page and snatch it up now. How many <laughs> in your lot?
2: Uh, I think I have like one, two, three, like... Seven, yep. eight, nine, 15. ten. 11. Yeah, well, like probably like ten different issues in that run, but I have like first Arana, I have second appearance, I have first Scorpion is in there, which was on on, on this list. Yeah, like, like, though, no, I don't. You bastard, you're one of those guys that sell the lots, and you're like, oh, all of them except
0: for the one I yeah. wanted. <laughs> all right, so number four on this is amazing fantasy number one from 2004. All right, man, we have to do uh Arana books as uh Donnie Cates over under next time. Or uh, actually <laughs> looks like a joke, right? Or Spider-Man books. And so if you think about it before, remember we were doing like Cates Kate's and Venom adjacent books? Yeah. Well, Spider-Man is making a cut looks like Spider-Man is making a comeback. Good for uh Peter Parker. But speaking of which, boom, lands on perfect person for this book. What do we got for number
1: three? So, <laughs> all right, number three, sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't see my font, is so small. Well. There you go. Number three on the list, the list is Zach. Open the list there for a second. Yeah. Uh, so, number three is a cool one. Um, I know it kind of came up last week as well, but we got X Men number 12. Um, as you guys know, I'm a massive X Men fan. And this is kind of what you would call like a prelude, prologue into the uh, Ten of Swords storyline that's coming up. Um, this issue is pretty hot, it features the first appearance of a bunch of the Summoners. Uh, new characters: Iska the Unbeaten, the White Sword. It shows close-ups of Genesis, uh, Apocalypse's wife, and his four horsemen a little bit closer, and as well as the High Summoner there on the cover for the first time. It dropped a little bit this week, sold 53 copies, had a seven-day trend of 105%, and had a high sale of about $19 for a raw copy. The thing about this book, though, if there's any trends that are or these trends that are continuing, is there might be some competition with this in terms of a previews book that recently came out for X Men previewing Ten of Swords, and a lot of these characters showed up in that previews book. So what? What? Yeah. Which, which, which previews bit? Uh I got it, but I'd have to check the. Uh, Does the first
0: issue have any first appearances? Because I bought a. I got a couple of the first. Uh, the uh, Cross of Swords number one. Uh,
1: the one yeah. that came out last week. It has some, um, yeah, I think so. I can't remember exactly who else in it. You get a little bit close up more of the Four Horsemen, the original Four Horsemen, but they've already shown up as well in New Comic Book Day. Um,
0: oh, boy. But those, I think man. the Marvel
1: preview is actually got some, so we'll see. I, you know, he, These characters, if they have legs, who knows what will happen with this crazy environment we're in. So but is
0: it Ten of Swords, Exoswords, or Cross of swords? swords? Ten of okay, Swords. Okay, so it's Ten of Swords because of the Ten Swords held by the Ten Mutants, right? Yes, and
1: a play on tarot card.
0: Oh, oh my God. God, man, Hickman is just man. Hickman is on some another level shit. Where well, it's Kate's just like,
1: it's just like House of X, and it was powers of ten. So a lot of people yeah. thought House of X powers of X, but it's powers of ten. So yeah, but um, yeah, it's a play on the uh, the tarot card Ten of Swords.
0: Yeah, Hickman is like the antithesis of Kate's. Where Kate's is just like uh, you know. Single syllable words and boom pals and then Hickman is like, "Uh, let me dissect this paragraph for a good thirty minutes here." What did you just say? Yeah. I shit you not. On Hickman runs, I have read through a comic and I said, "Wait, I think I need to read this again. I, I think I missed
1: something." The Infinity, um, or Avengers titles, and also, man, have you? Is anyone out there besides me reading decorum and have any idea what the fuck is going
2: on? Oh, it's the same thing as his starting uh, House of X and Powers of X. You have to read every little thing in between. Like oh, that's geez. not even part of the comic to understand the world so, insane so I, like what is there four or five issues out there? i don't even know i, I still barely have i think i'm at yeah
0: well, so I, I gotta know braille and hieroglyphics to understand it that's like because <laughs> i remember you were telling me when uh powers of x are and the x-men thing come out and you were like make sure you read the uh the glossary and those little uh, i said really shit i'm like three issues. i skipped all of that shit i'm supposed to read all of that. I was like all right yeah it's um, it,
1: well that's kind of how all the x titles are like you'll have a page of um a dialogue so like in x-force you'll have a diary page from beast and it'll be almost like an email
0: oh lord mm-hmm. but i'm uh, sorry his uh, avengers run is one of my favorites and his ff future foundation run is i mean that is really heady too because he when he goes cosmic and starts talking about stuff man it's way out there but uh, good to see what he's doing, because I will tell you this, what I've been told in far, in terms of what they want to do with X-Men in the movies is Claremont, Byrne and Hickman for X-Men. So if, if you think about that, so they're going to take some of the classic stories from Claremont and Byrne. And the modern storytelling of Hickman, right? So if you think about Claremont and Byrne, it was great for its day. I don't know. Maybe it can't be adapted nowadays. It's a little too simple, and Hickman is a little too far out there. Maybe a a fine meeting in between the two I think is a good bet. But, you know, it's a good way to tell where they're going because right now, if you think about it, people keep on forgetting Feige is the head of Marvel Comics. He may not be there every day type making decisions, but if he wants an overall narrative where he thinks – Something should go Feige is going to chime in You know what I'm saying so there you go number three on the list Is X-Men number 12 from 2020 We're almost there boys and girls What do we got for wow look at this another Small indie book
2: Yeah, this is awesome. You had a video game comic that makes it a top three. So Cyberpunk 2077, trauma team number one from Dark Horse Comics. We all know that most of these video game comics usually end up blowing up years later. We'll talk about like The Last of Us. Uh, But with the anticipation around this Keanu Reeves-centric game, which is set to release, maybe coming out in November of this year, it's been pushed back about four times right now. I've been waiting for it forever. Uh, but it's got a lot of heat that's brought to this comic with the trend of video games retaining significant value over the long term. Like I said, this first issue sold 24 copies last week, had a seven day uptrend of 274% and a high sale of $20 for a raw copy. Uh, there was a limited edition variant that was limited to 300 sets, which came with the exclusive uh, variant cover. It was a really cool pink cover. It's completely different. And it did come with an 11 by 14 print which only cost 50 bucks if you would have bought it uh, on release day or through the website. Uh, but now that thing has gone all the way up to $580 on eBay. So um, I did read the first issue. I mean, it's really not anything it's setting up the world for cyberpunk. Uh, it's really about a trauma team and, you know, them rescuing people, but it, I don't really think it's going to have anything to do past that with the video game other than, creating the world i don't think you'll have like first appearance of any of these characters who are going to be showing up in the video game like you had with the last of us or any other type of video game that's had you know god of war with kratos so
0: yeah there's i mean there's a ton of comic books based off of uh video game properties so you know number one may get hot but you know as it goes on and on and on you never know i mean if but then again if you think about the miles morales was all over our list right when the game was announced so who uh-huh. knows it could be the new trend of what collectors are doing sometimes you just got to follow the trends to see where they're going to kind of predict what's happening so all right number two on the list is cyberpunk 2077 trauma team number one and number trauma one team. on the list speaking of following trends if you've been watching the lords you should know about this book
1: yeah, this one we've uh, we got Ms. Marvel number thirteen from 2015, and like Tim said, if you watched a uh, long-term spec on Ms. Marvel properties, this character was going to show up. So it's been rumored that two characters, Red Dagger and Cam, I mean, Cameron, not the Cam rapper, Cameron, Cam- yeah, Cam- yeah. Cam- the rapper, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, Cameron, the rapper, Cameron, who ends up being an Inhuman as well, are set to appear in the Ms. Marvel series. While the news circulated last week, it actually goes back to a month ago when leaked casting calls matched the look of the two listed characters above. With that being said, Cam Rand's first appearance is in this issue and landed the number one spot this week by selling 13 copies, a seven day trend of 794%, and had a high sale of about $25 for a raw copy. I remember when we first talked about this and we I yeah. joked that he looked like Iceman. Uh, uh-huh. okay. And uh, we had to do a lot of research because we're like, Who exactly.
0: The hell is this character? So it's Miss Marvel number 13, and there's the variant in the middle. This is a screenshot from our actual live show we did on June 17th when we had a long-term spec for the Miss Marvel characters. And they uh there's been uh word around the campfire is the casting for Miss Marvel will be announced sooner than later. They're moving a lot of stuff with Disney Plus now since the movies. If you noticed, they got pushed back. I mean, the Black Widows pushed back to uh-huh. May of 2021. So that gives us more time that we could spend on the Disney Plus projects. So I would expect all those projects we've been talking about, the She-Hulk, Moon Knight, WandaVision. We already talked about that trailer dropping on Monica Rambo. So go look back on June 17th for our long-term spec list for MCU Disney series, where we dropped some uh, first appearances for the She-Hulk show, Miss Marvel, and just mutants in general. It was a very interesting list that we got of characters being researched. And sure enough, one of them has hit. So Number one on the list, boys and girls, is Miss Marvel number 13 from 2015. And uh, there's two f- characters' first appearance on that right it's Cameron and Red Dagger. Uh, and this, I mean,
1: this should be dollar bin, baby. Like, I mean, you should be able to find these. This is all new Marvel uh imprint. Miss Marvel
0: is hard to find nowadays. I mean, people have been buying yeah. that thing up for a while, yeah. I mean, if you, I go, I don't see any of the Miss Marvel books, you know, uh, there is a market for it, you know, obviously young uh. Boys and girls uh digging it or stuff like that. But uh did I say stuff like that? I did. All right, let me go back on the screen. Um, yeah, so there you go, man. So that's a fun list. Uh interesting is last week we had a bunch of DC. Oh, we had no DC books this week. I just thought about that. Yeah. Probably because there hasn't been a new Robin King book, right?
2: Yeah, or <laughs> new first appearance of some character that'll yeah. happen. Some Batman There's, be, there's be
1: coming up. Uh what is it? I think after Joker War, they've already said there's they've got it. A solicitation for a new character, so be ready. Maker, yeah.
0: Be re- there you go. Get the Ghost one in 20 variant uh, to be on there, or look for the designer variant. Right? The one thing I like about this show is you get to see trends. Right? If there's a designer variant that pops up, just nab it because the last two designer variants that came out have been on this list, or if you see any of those other books, so sometimes we can find where the genesis of the rumors comes from, like the Phantom wire we found the Rana story. And the Cameron story, a lot of these are uh, people get production notes for casting, and then that makes the books pop. So and we try to cover as much as we can on here. So like I said, my um, man, Mike and son, is working on getting us a uh, long-term spec list for the Flash series. So that should be exciting. Or excuse me, the Flash movie, not the Flash series. Also, uh, rest in peace, Supergirl. The show is ending. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: God, it was. That's so funny. I was just talking about that with my girl the other day about the cw shows and how i just they became unwatchable after crisis i feel like
0: well yeah because i think crisis was so good that's why i mean i was even watching crisis then after that you know they well, took yeah, away that cw supergirl. from my cable
1: package so i didn't even watch it at all supergirl was kind of unwatchable for a while the well. only thing from cw yeah. i'm waiting
0: is for the last season of supernatural that's it when i know comes back in october, dude, it's got to come out this week i think next week i thought it was october holy, october. holy shit this october. next week is october yeah. holy oh, yes, shnikes totally. Yeah, I saw the uh, trailer for it, and I got to admit, man, maybe a little a little emotional. As soon as I hear that Kansas carry out my wayward son, I would be like, "Oh man!" Well, Sam and Dean, hopefully riding off into the sunset. Sam and Dean don't give a fuck about the world; they care about each other. Let the world burn as long as save my brother's keeper. Right? That's what I always love about Sam and Dean. They're like, "Hmm, I save my brother or fuck the world." I'm gonna save my right. brother. And we'll yeah. see what we can do. Yeah, about definitely. Yeah, but I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. You know, because typically fall or autumn is when the new season of TV comes. And with everything kind of the way it is, we haven't had those typically new shows debut because they figure, you know, more people are at home. It's the winter months. But this whole year has been really weird. So I have like um, but I want to tell you what I just saw, which was pretty good. And it's comic book related adjacent uh, utopia on Amazon is a fucking dark ass show. Uh, it's about these group um, of kind of spec or i guess you can call them conspiracy theorists and there's a, a rare comic that founds out that there's a certain small segment of uh, collectors that read the comic for clues on uh what they think is people engineering the end of the world hmm. yeah so it's called utopia and and as as comic book geeks, we kind of know all the personalities in it because they go to something called Fringe Con, right? And so they all they all dress up and everything. Because uh, I've been binging like everything I can. And when sports on on, I finished Mythic Quest on Apple TV, which is awesome. It's from the guys that did It's Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's uh, basically the Office meets uh, Silicon Valley. It's a basic a office setting for game developers make a game called Mythic Quest, and it's from the dudes from It's Always It's Sunny in Philadelphia. And I did the, um, there's another uh, Apple show. Um, Apple TV has some really good shows, but there was two uh, geek related things that are on Apple TV. And then uh, Utopia, which is new on Amazon um, that I'm watching. So, you know, got to watch something. And go check out Unknown Origins. I can't tell you guys how good that movie is. It's in Spanish and it's in English. I dropped my review a couple of days ago. Go peep it out. It is one of the best pure comic book movies I've ever seen. It's Batman meets seven, meets fanboys, meets something else. But huh. it's that good. It's it's dark. It's an origin story. It's very Batman-ish, very seven-ish. It's it's funny, yet dark and violent. Go peep it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, I can't recommend it high enough. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was super surprised when I saw it. I was like, wow, this is on Netflix? But it was originally released in Spain. That's why it didn't get much play here in the States. But go check it out on Netflix. It's called Unknown Origins. Or Origenas Sacritos. Secretos? sacritos
1: Anyway, any last words, Manimo? Nope. Uh, Glad to be back, and uh, you'll have to bear with me a couple weeks in this (laughs) bare-ass room probably, but... uh, It's auto
0: 1.0. The
1: view will get better as uh, the month of October goes on, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Any last words, Nemesis Prime?
2: Uh, Yeah, just uh, head up to uh, 3 Minute Basement. We had uh, a live show last two weeks ago, but we had a couple of videos dropped over the past couple of days. I'll be dropping a video in two days for my uh, Connecticut comic book weekend that I had instead of the, the comic swap didn't occur, but I was still up there with all the guys. Pressable defects crew was there and a bunch of, of the rest of the guys. So that's about it. That's all I got. Good uh, good show tonight, guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Now uh, get over there and watch uh, some political bullshit. All
0: right, yeah. Or you can watch, hey, baseball playoffs. So you can go watch that. So uh, we got a ton happening. Baseball playoffs and the NBA finals. But yeah. we will see you real soon. If I get the flash, a long term spec list, we'll try to drop it this week. If not, we will see you guys next week. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Now let's do
2: this. Rewind, come again. Pull up